Discover the ins and outs of the oil and gas industry right now with Roy Holly and Kim Bolato in the Oil Patch. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer. Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, sponsored by Steer and the Calic Auto Group. I'm Roy Holly, along with host Kim Bolato and Alvin Bailey. We'll be back with our show in just a minute. In the Oil Patch. Do you know what it takes to be number one? Do you know what it really means to be number one, like number one in the whole United States? Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here to tell you about Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Trucks. They're number one in Ram chassis sales in 2014 for the whole country. And number one sales means number one inventory. With hundreds of Ram chassis available and upfitted from a standard flatbed to mechanic service and crane bodies to accommodate every industry. Whether farming, ranching, construction, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, delivery, hotshot, or even oil and gas, the team at the Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center has your inventory. Call today for your best deal. Let me give you the phone number. It's 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 or visit bbdodge.com. The Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center, 547 South Seguin Avenue in New Braunfels, and a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. And welcome back to our show. Good to have you listening in this week. First thing out of the shoot, as always, is Kim Bolato, who is our publisher and CEO of the Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. Kim, welcome to the show. Good to see you this week. Thank you. Glad to be here once again. A lot of exciting things going on out in the oil patch, and especially with Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. Share with us a little bit of things that are coming up in the magazine. Well, you know, we just released our latest issue, and we're getting ready for our cover party. But I think some of the most important things that are occurring at a shell level is the dynamics that are occurring between the magazine and now the oil patch show and seeing it come to a form that's really starting to really gel together and seeing how well the radio show is doing is really making the efforts of the magazine really a great thing and looking back or you know looking forward should I say I see that all the things that that I think that we had all hoped for to educate the community to help have a better discussion at the grassroots level to the people who are voting in these, you know, oil and gas issues that affect directly, they're truly helping educate them and all of us to what's occurring. So while I'd love to talk about Shell, I really am very proud of its work to be able to really boost the show and the show is just doing fabulous. From call-ins to Facebook has, has been really going crazy. I understand you're getting a lot of hits and a lot of inquiries too. We are, yeah. And the guests are lining up, you know, left and right. So I do encourage if there are questions or if there are guests that have a topic they want to cover uh, business owners, please contact us. You can always go to shellmag.com. There's a place that they can email us or they can email me personally, which is Kim, K-Y-M, at shellmag.com. I also would hope that everyone would go to our Facebook because that's the easiest way of knowing where we are, where we're going. And so we do have a Shell Oil and Gas or Shell Magazine Texas Facebook page. And then, of course, we have our In the Oil Patch Facebook page. And that's a great way of everybody keeping an eye and knowing what we are up to a lot faster than uh, waiting for the weekly radio show. We also have another gift to give away. We're going to give you a phone number here and we're going to give a gift certificate away. Uh, again this week, but it's a different place this week. Kim, talk a little bit about Stoneworks. This is a really nice restaurant. In fact, we went over there and had something to eat and some drinks the other day, didn't we? We sure did. And you know, it's actually one of my favorite restaurants. The service 
is impeccable. The The waiters, the staff are so friendly. And the food is just amazing. And so I thought it would be great if we... Uh, Let them try it out. Exactly. Let Come and join where one of my enjoying. Exactly. One of my favorite dining experiences, Stoneworks. It's and locally where is it located at? Well, there's several. There is one in Alamo Heights and one in the Quarry. I believe they have a couple of others, but the reason why I support them is because they're local to San Antonio. All right. Now, if you want to be the 10th caller, if you'd like to win a $50 gift certificate to Stoneworks restaurant, all you have to do is be the 10th caller. Give Kim a call, 210-240-7188, 210-240-7188. And it's real simple. Just be the 10th caller, and you'll win yourself a $50 gift certificate to Stonework. Well, Kim, uh, we have a, a new feature, and someone that's new going to be joining our show. Alvin Bailey's going to be that's part right. of our group coming up, and we've got a new feature that's that right. he's going to be doing. And, and uh, we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. But first, uh, this word from the Calic Auto Group. Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here. You know, I could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how Blue Bonnet Ford sells more Super Duty trucks than any other dealer in South Texas. I could also tell you that Blue Bonnet Ford sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Blue Bonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will punish your work trucks day in and day out, and even your built Ford Tough trucks, well, they need to be serviced too. So, do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership, or do you call Teresa? You see, Bluebonnet Ford has Teresa. When you call Teresa, her team will pick up your Ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis. Most authorized repairs are done and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days. That's the Blue Bonnet difference. So don't let downtime cost you thousands. Call Teresa today and keep your fleet working. Here's the number, 210-643-4391. Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Blue Bonnet Ford, a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. Well, let's talk about our new feature, Ask the Expert. Kim Bellato, talk a little bit about that, and let's uh, bring Alvin Bailey in. You know, one of the things that we are trying to do is form a really great show. And so some of the discussion has been we really need to get into topics that the community wants to know about. And so one segment will have the Railroad Commission weighing in on topics as well as Steer, who's basically one of our presenting sponsors. But we also wanted to find another way of talking to the community about topics they need answers to. And so we created an Ask the Expert segment. And so every show you will be able to submit a question in and if your question is picked we will feature it on the show feature it on the show mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to start doing that now alvin bailey welcome to our show thank you roy you know in talking with kim about ask the experts we've gone out and we found a group of experts to answer your questions about the oil and gas industry mainly in texas now, i don't know about you but when i've got a question about oil and gas maybe there's some news about a new and emerging technology or something like what environmental protections are in place in the oil industry I'd rather hear about it from an industry expert. Hey, so you can email me your questions, and we'll ask the experts. Here's the email address. It's expert at shalemag.com. Again, email me your question, expert at shalemag.com, and we'll get those answers on the air for you. 
And this is going to be an ongoing thing Weekly. every week. So, Alvin, why don't you give that contact information one more time? Because we're asking you for you to write this stuff down and get a hold of Alvin and put your questions in there. We can put these in front of experts, and we're going to answer them right on the air. Do that one more time, please. Thanks, Roy. It's expert at shalemag.com. That's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. Expert at shalemag.com. Alvin Bailey, ladies and gentlemen, Ask the Expert. We're going to have that feature coming up here in a few weeks. Well, Miss Kim Bellato, we've got a special person here this week, a gentleman that I've had a chance to visit with just a little bit. You're going to get into him with some of the specifics about what is going on in Austin and a lot of different things. Very true. Uh, Bill Stevens, uh, welcome to our show. Good to have you here. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me out today. Gave me a chance to get out of my office on a beautiful day and come to San Antonio. Kim Blatto, he's uh, involved in the oil and gas business big time. Take it away. Well, welcome, Bill, again. Um, One of the things I want to start off with is who you're actually being hired by to help uh, help in this session. So can we talk a little bit about what is Texas Oil and Gas Association? Well, it's not that uh, I'm not part of the Texas Oil and Gas Association. I'm part of the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers. Now, I work with the Texoga, the Texas Oil and Gas Association, uh, on a daily basis. In fact, I met with their president, uh, Todd Staples, this morning. The Texas Alliance of Energy Producers uh, was formed in uh, 2000 from two old regional oil and gas associations, North Texas and West Central. They were both th- started in about 1930. We merged those two together, took it statewide. Our headquarters is in Wichita Falls. But we have an office in Houston. We did have offices in Abilene. Uh, I office and in, in run the uh, office in uh, Alpine, which is our advocacy and and government affairs office. However, uh, and I am an independent contractor now and no longer an employee of, uh, of that association. It's an interesting group in that we have lots of large companies, some of the largest in the world, certainly largest in the nation and state that are members. But the predominant member of our association of those 3,400 are a smaller mom-and-pop and mid-size organizations. Uh, probably 70% of our members have 10 employees or fewer. Our members operate in every railroad commission district of the state. Very important association or alliance, if you will. Well, you're here today, though, to talk to us a little little bit about what's going on in session. And there is a specific bill that, uh, is it House Bill 40? House Bill 40. Okay, and so can you tell us a little bit about, um, is this bill that's out there, is it an effort to overturn the citizens' vote in Denton, or can we get into specifically what this sure. bill is designed I'd be, to I'd do? Sure, I'd be happy to talk about it. Um, uh, House Bill 40 was filed by uh, State Representative Drew Darby out of San Angelo, who is the um, uh, this year is chairman of the House Energy Resources Committee. A duplicate or uh, uh, identical piece of legislation has been filed in the Senate uh, under the uh, Senate Bill 1165, and that was filed by uh, Troy Frazier, Senator Troy Frazier, who's chairman of the Senate Natural Resources Committee. And uh, so in this, the bill is intended to, I think, clarify, to draw some clarity to, you know, who's in charge of certain things in uh, in the state. Not to overturn Denton, per se. I don't think that the bill does that. I think there are lawsuits that may very well do that, one filed by the GLO, the General Land Office of Texas, and the other one filed by the Texas Oil and Gas Association, which you just mentioned. HB 40, as I, I see, I think is, a, is to draw some clarity so that we're not constantly uh, in the, uh, either in the courthouse or we're not constantly bickering uh, about who's in charge inside uh, the 
political subdivisions, whether that's a county, a groundwater district, or a municipality. When we have a state agency, which is the Railroad Commission of Texas, which is a constitutional agency that has been assigned uh, the, uh, the, the task of regulating oil and gas in the state and has been doing so for the last hundred years. And so we're trying to do is, and, and certainly municipalities have ordinance power to protect the health and safety of the citizens, and nobody uh, is going to deny that. But at what, at what point and what level do uh, uh, the state law, railroad commission regulations, supersede uh, the uh, uh, the or- uh, ordinance of the local municipality. I think that's what's trying to trying to be put in place. Well, one of the things that may or may not be directly related to this bill was I was in a conference in Houston, and there was a presentation that was given on all the regulation at the anti-fracking bans that are occurring in the uh, northern part of the United States. And I believe the number was, don't quote me on this, but it was like 424 anti-frac bans all up in the northeast part of the United States. And the discussion was, if we don't start looking at this, and maybe this is where Texas is is starting this and the oil and gas is, we have to do things in a way that is uh, mindful to protect the community, its citizens, but also we have to understand that if we become too regulated, if if anti-frac bans start coming up all over the state of Texas, um, will we look like something up north? And then we as a community have to realize that, you know, there are so many things that are built into the money that we receive from, like, the Texas Rainy Day Fund and from oil and gas that really drive the state of Texas. So this is a very deep issue that we all need to understand, whether we are in oil and gas or if we are a person that is a school teacher, or law enforcement, or just a person of the community. So in saying that, what is the basis of the conflict between the cities and the oil and gas industry? And let's not forget also the state. Well, let me say one thing this spring that you mentioned, and I'm not sure whether it's 400 or 450 or what the number is, but certainly there is movement afoot across the United States and not just in the Northeast, but there were just two uh, two counties in uh, California that have uh, banned hydraulic fracturing, uh, two more that the vote is up, and I'm not sure that I know what the determination is in Maryland. Ohio. We know that the state of New York has banned hydraulic fracturing on a state level, and yet you can go right across the uh, state line into Pennsylvania, and there's an active oil and gas business there. And so it, it, it is disconcerting. One of the wonderful things about the United States and about our system is private property rights. Uh, other than some limited things in Australia, there's just nowhere in the world that you go where the private citizens have a mineral interest and have private property rights That's right. in, in minerals. And that is what has made the United States oil and gas business successful. The shale revolution uh, is successful because of that. The last, uh, let's just take the last six years where we have uh, seen uh, production in the United States grow by over 50% from 5.6 million barrels a day to well over 9 million, probably headed to 10 as we, 10 something as we speak and lowering our imports, et cetera, et cetera. When, when we, that doesn't happen without the incentive and without private property rights. Federal government lands today, they have a negative 9% over the last six years of growth where there's been a 50% increase on private lands. Private property rights is a huge, huge part of this. 
And if you're going to go in and ban hydraulic fracturing, you're basically banning the industry today. Everything that we do is going to be is going to be fracked. That's just where that is. And so uh, that's tantamount to uh, taking a private property rights if you can't develop those minerals. And uh, that's been the driving engine behind 40 percent of the Texas economy. So everybody in Texas is in the oil and gas business. That's true. I believe that to be true, too, which is why we support these bills. So what's happening in the legislature to settle the problems? Well, there have been about, oh, well over 6,000 bills that have been filed between the House and the Senate and different pieces of legislation, not including res- memorial resolutions and other things that are more fun. But uh, So there's a lot of work going on there. But in this particular instance of looking at solving this problem between uh, local ordinances and political subdivisions in the in state for oil and gas. Been about twelve bills that have been filed, twelve or thirteen that are touching on it one way or the other. Some of them are preemption. The state law preempts any local ordinance. It's very very black and white on some of them whether presented. Some of them deal with the process of initiative and referendum and how the people bring that process together. And uh, some of them have some very specific things to oil and gas and others are broad and general that go all the way to relegating whether or not you can you can pass an ordinance about plastic bags. So there's a whole variety in HB 40 and, uh, and 1165 on the Senate side are starting to move and gaining some momentum, and there's a couple of others as well. So, Bill, can you tell us about House Bill 40 and uh, what was the reasoning behind the bill being filed and how does it affect the community? Well, House Bill 40 is a is a bill that is meant to establish uh, what we think is current law, where that uh, state law preempts uh, local ordinances, and effectively, uh, in in areas where state law has uh, has always preempted local ordinances, and the movement afoot in some communities and the anti fracking bans and and ordinances that would effectively put oil and gas out of business inside those community, inside those uh, uh, city walls, uh, that those ordinances uh, are not are not legal. Now, at the same time, city cities do have the police power to protect the health and safety of their citizens, and we all totally agree with that. And those are delineated, and in fact, most cases. Uh, uh, we've been doing that for years and years and years, and uh, but the anti-fracking groups that have come out uh, are trying are trying to shut the industry down out of cities, but maybe across the nation uh, in total. And uh, this is an important bill for the vitality of Texas and the vitality of uh, uh, of those municipalities as well. So, Sam, so this is not an effort to overturn the the city's vote that happened in Denton. No, it, it's truly not. Uh, and now, th- I think, as I uh, have said before, there are court cases, one by the General Land Office of Texas, the other one by the Texas Oil and Gas Association, that may very well in the courts overturn uh, overturn that uh, fracking ban. Uh, however, that's not, I don't think, the intent of Chairman Darby uh, or Chairman Frazier and uh, to do that. Uh, their intent is to draw some some clarity uh, about where the lines exist and what a, a city can do 
and what uh, the state government is responsible for through the Railroad Commission of Texas. So if our listeners want to get engaged in the process and supporting or understanding more about the bill and how important it is to look and see what's happening in Denton and, and what the whole outcome has been and will continue to have this discussion, how would they get involved or what can you recommend for for them to do well, would I be too self-serving to say read shale uh, oil and gas business? <laughs> no, you magazine? would not at all. Uh, I think uh, I think that's a that's a place to start right there. They can email us, yes, and we'll get the questions to you. And if, again, everybody who has our information as far as it's shellmag.com. Any questions about the bill? Bill Stevens will be happy to break down and ask sure. questions and, and answer any questions you may have. Now you've had an interesting background. You've done a lot of different things. Let's go back a little bit. Uh, you were in oil and gas and doing some different things, and you got into the hotel business in Marathon, Texas. And it so happens that I happened through that area and saw the Gage Hotel. Just share just a moment a little bit about what that experience was like when you became the general manager of the Gage Hotel in Marathon, Texas. Well, it was it was interesting looking for something to do. I'd been in the oil and gas business, mm-hmm. and times were tough in, uh, in the 1980s with the downturn in 1986. And I was gone all the time, either out trying to raise money or on a rig drilling a well somewhere and uh, uh, looking for something uh, something else to do that was less risky because every time I did anything that I thought was worthwhile, uh, I was literally putting my home on the line to do it. And I, so, but anyway, we, we, uh, I, I, my family hails from Fort Stockton and the Trans-Pecos. So you're from that area anyway. Yeah. And even though I grew up in Abilene, my family hails from the Trans-Pecos and we love it out there. Love Big Bend and, uh, from Chihuahua to El Paso to Odessa and you just go down the, go down the list. But, uh, so the Gage Hotel in Marathon was a place that I had been. And of course out there you don't say Marathon, you say Marathon. And um, uh, it was an old hotel built by Trost and Trost in 1928. Uh, and there were several of the hotels were built by what was the architect's name? Trost and Trost were the architects, mm-hmm. and they also built the Paisano Hotel over in Marfa, mm-hmm. which has also been refurbished and quite nice. And then the Paseo del Norte, which is a Camino Real hotel in downtown uh, and, and all El Paso. Great, uh, uh, classic stuff that's still around and still popular. And fortunately, yeah. people invested the money to keep them around. That's right. It was great, and it was a great experience. We had a... Really, really wonderful clientele, a lot of repeat clientele. We added a all adobe section, which we made 110,000 adobe bricks on the back lot to build it, cut the overhead, uh, uh, overhead, uh, uh, Sotol and, uh, Ocotillo ourselves and, 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 uh, uh, and anyway, it was a great experience. Bill Stevens, thanks for being with us. Well, it's great. Appreciate I appreciate you. it. It's wonderful. Thank wonderful you. Day. All right. We'll be back with some final comments and some final words after this message from the Calic Auto Group. Hi, Alvin Bailey for the good folks at North Park Toyota. Hey, here's some trivia for you. Can you name the only full-size pickup truck that's built in Texas? If you said the Toyota Tundra, you'd be right. Toyota Tundra pulled the space shuttle, so yeah, it can handle your trailer and your boat. Tundra is available in 18 different configurations of six trim levels that can all tow more than five tons. And North Park Toyota is your Tundra headquarters. The number one Tundra dealer in Central and South Texas, and for good reason. The best price, the largest selection, and the best customer service. Come see why North Park Toyota is a four-time winner of the Toyota President's Award for Outstanding Customer Satisfaction. To get to North Park Toyota, take I-35 South to the Foster Road exit and follow the signs. You can call 210-635-5000 or log on to nptoyota.com. 
North Park Toyota, a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. And welcome back to our show. Good to have you listening in this week. Kim? Yes, Roy. Well, great, great interview today with Bill. Yes. Wish we had more time to really um, help the community understand how important this bill is and how it connects with how local governments are um, pursuing anti-frack bills. And basically, the legislators are grappling with, you know, is this a good thing for the state or is it not? And while I will remain neutral in, in what my thoughts are, I do think it is important as a state that we recognize there's a lot of tax dollars that originate from oil and gas. And if we pay attention to other areas in the United States that are have these frack bans everywhere, it may not be such a great idea to not uh, get engaged in this session and find out what these bills are to help uh you know, minimize these anti-frack bills. And the way they get in touch with our magazine, whether they want to be an advertiser on the show, or they want to be an advertiser in the magazine, or they want to get more information about the things we're talking about, how what's the uh, how do they get in touch with you, basically? It's Kim, K-Y-M, at shellmag.com, or they can always go to our website, um, and that is shellmag.com. It's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. All right. Anything else quick on the features? Anything you've got coming up that would be great in the magazine that you need to let people know about? Well, we um, are visiting Corpus Christi quite a bit. We have in a partnership with uh, the Corpus Christi Ice Rays, and uh, so we look forward to doing a couple of community events. We also have some mixers scheduled for San Antonio. We have a lot of new partners that are in the pike that I cannot wait to uh, introduce to our readers and, of course, in the oil patch. And I would also like to just uh, you know tell the listeners, we didn't get nearly as far as I'd hope we would on talking about this legislation uh, that's pending and are working its way through the system, but also that I do want to recommend, or I do want to let our listeners know that we will be bringing uh, Mr. Stevens back to talk more about the bills as they're unfolding and the importance of it. And on a regular our, basis. On a regular basis, because this session is really going to be important to us. All right. If you'd like to see about winning that gift certificate, all you have to do is be our 10th caller, 210-240-7188, 210 7188, be the 10th caller, and you can win yourself a $50 gift certificate to Stoneworks. Thanks for joining us this week for In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, sponsored by Steer and the Calic Auto Group. For Kim Bellato and Alvin Bailey, I'm Roy Holly. So long. You've been listening to In the Oil Patch with Roy Holly and Kim Bellato. Heard Saturday nights from 10 to 10.30 p.m. on News Talk 550 KTSA. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer.